Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, 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 my sweet, sweet friend. I hope that you're having an awesome day. I really do. And if you're not having an awesome day, it's about to get awesome because I've got a fun, interactive business planning episode for you today. I regularly go back and treat my business as if I were just starting it. You know, it's really easy as you do grow and scale and build your team and your profit margins and all of those fun business jargon terms that we use. As that happens, it's obviously easy to lose sight of the foundations and the good structure in your business. I see a lot of entrepreneurs ending up super overwhelmed because they don't have the right grounded energy in their business. And it almost just feels like it ends up building up so much momentum that it takes over. And I don't want that to happen to me. Okay. I don't like that. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. And so something that I do regularly is I actually go back and I go back through the exercises that I take my students in, let's say, Simply Business or my one-on-one clients through, and I do it for myself. I essentially go through and I make sure that my business is mapped out in the most simplest and most effective way possible so that my strategies, my systems, my products, my marketing doesn't feel like it's running away from me. And I did that exercise today. So I actually sat down and I worked through my business plan document, I went through and just assessed all of the different areas of my business. And as I was doing that, I was like, this is a fun, cool exercise. I love that I have this very simple approach to business. You know, I've learned business from a lot of different people. If you didn't know, I have a degree in business. I've done many, many, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on mentoring and coaches and business programs. I've learned a lot. And one thing I realized is that people love to talk. I mean, I know I love to talk, but people love to teach business in a way that almost feels like it's intentionally there to overwhelm people. I know it's not, but maybe it's coming from the mentor's own self-consciousness or maybe it's coming from a space of just wanting to make their program seem, seem as valuable as possible. 
But for me, I found that there is just such an overload of information. There's such an overload of information coming from mentors who are teaching business. And what that generally does a lot of the time, because A, a lot of the information contradicts one another because it's very experiential, meaning that the mentor is teaching based on their experience and that can totally contradict someone else's experience. So you as a student, if you're learning from a few people at the same time and they're just contradicting one another all over the place, like, of course you're going to feel confused. And not saying that's a bad thing from the mentor's perspective. I definitely teach both strategically from my experience and experientially as well. But a lot of the times what some people do is, you know, they want their courses to be longer or their masterclasses to seem more valuable. And so they will pad it with a lot of information that just doesn't need to be there. And what this actually does is make business seem harder than it needs to be. Now, business is hard. I will say that. I know I have a program called Simply Business. I know I've got a philosophy that is all around the chillpreneur mindset. When I say business is hard, It's hard because of the mindset aspect that goes along with it. We have to deal with fears, self-doubts, time constraints, limitations in our skills. So much of our sabotage when it comes to business is going to come from our mindset. And doing mindset work is difficult. It's not a simple task, right? Depending on the degree of which you are struggling, this can involve a lot of work. And so my whole philosophy on business has always been that if it's going to take so much work for us as personal branded service-based entrepreneurs to work on ourselves, the strategy in the business should be simple. And so I sat down today with my simple business strategy and I did it for myself. And like I said before, as I was doing this, I was like, this is really fun. This is really cool. And I want everyone to do this. (laughs) And so what I thought this episode could be today was I'm going to take you through my business plan. And if you feel like it, if this resonates with you, I would love for you to create your own business plan. I want you to go through all the individual strategies. So there really is like a few different primary strategies, needle moving strategies that encompass the most important aspects of where your action should be focused on when growing, starting or building your business. And I want to take you through my business plan, even though I am at a further stage of my business, I want to take you through my business plan because it's absolutely no different to if you are just starting or if you're in your first year or if you're trying to reach that next financial goal. Having these core foundational elements in your business really clear for you is the thing that is going to help you take the stress, the overwhelm, and just that feeling of like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing away so that you know what you need to do and you can just focus the rest of your attention on actually being able to do it because you're working on your mindset and working on your fears and working on your limitations, right? So I actually created a template for you. I created a little template like the nerd that I am and I'm also going to just give you a PDF document of my business plan and this is where the me exposing myself comes into it. Because obviously I'm going to be showing you my sales strategies around the products and programs that I'm trying to sell to you as well. Uh, But anyway, I have full transparency with my income, with my business. I honestly think the more that you can see behind the scenes of a business that you actively follow, whether it be on social media or you participate in any of their programs, the easier it's going to be for you to understand the inside and the outside when you are trying to implement these strategies in your own business. So to review... I am going to be taking you through today my simple business plan that I have done for myself. 
I've got a PDF download that you can access using the link in the description of this podcast. And then I've also created it as a Google Docs template if you would like to use my business plan for yourself or you can just download the PDF and create your own version of it. Maybe you're a little more artistic and you want to do it on Canva or something like that. But if you just want to bang in the numbers, bang in the words, then of course you can use the template that I've created, but it's a Google Docs template. So hopefully you've got Google. Why am I rambling so much? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to be taking you through my business plan. So if you do want to follow along, I would say go down, download the PDF first of all, or you can just listen to it as I talk through the most important aspects, the simplest, most important aspects of my business. And then you can go do the exercise by downloading the template later on. Okay, so essentially the simple business plan that I have created is broken down into four primary areas. The first area is the overall business strategy. And really, this is designed to answer the question, why the heck does your business exist in the first place? And is your idea validated? That's very important. And we will come back to that in just one second. The second section is actually going to be the operations and product section. So you are running a what's called for-profit business, which means you create products that solve problems for a profit, right? So then obviously... As a business owner, you need to have products. If you're just growing your audience and building a brand at this stage, of course, that's still technically to some degree, you know, you being on your business journey, but to have a real validated business, if you will, of course, you need to be selling products for a profit, right? That's what a business is at the end of the day. Uh, The next section is the marketing and growth strategy. So this is where I focus on how do I actually get my business out in front of people? Because If you know me or if you've been in any of my programs or listened to anything, community development, visibility, building an audience, I think this is one of the most important aspects of having an online business. And so, of course, we want to make sure that we are strategizing around this. And the fourth section is sales strategy by product. So if I'm going to have products, how the heck am I selling them? So we're going to go through each of these individual sections and I'm just going to explain exactly what I've done so you can go do it for yourself. And I'll also explain why each section is so important. So the first section is just your overall business strategy. And again, it really is asking one simple question. Why does my business exist? You know, I think a lot of people come from the perspective of like, I want to start a business because I want to have time freedom and I want to make money and all of these things. And that's great. That's great as a personal intention, right? However... At the end of the day, to be a sustainable and viable business, your business needs to solve problems. Your business needs to provide solutions and transformations. And therefore, we need to understand why our businesses exist in the first place. And we do that by going through not two, two exercises. First, which you might have heard me talk about before, and if you're in the membership, you absolutely know this, is the PVT model. And the second is a series of validating questions that help us to understand whether our business is actually viable. But I did include a little section at the start that I do just want to read out to you, and that is a personal mission statement. When I was studying business and when I was doing um, some work with an entrepreneur in residence at a co-working space that I was at, I don't know why you needed so much information about where I learned all this stuff, but anyway, in the various environments that I have learned about business, a lot of the people that I've been learning business from all agree that having some type of mission behind what you're doing is incredibly important. Yes, you want to solve problems, but 
the broader scope of that, you know, why do you want to actually solve this problem? Why is it important to you? And I really do think this is an important aspect of any business plan because, again, if if the why is I just want to make money, it's really hard. It can be really hard to care about your customers in a way that is going to make them feel totally seen and heard. It's really hard to consistently innovate on ideas and to Think about your business creatively. You know, if I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to make an income, a big part of my mission is to help people live a freedom lifestyle. But I want to teach business in a different way. So I think it's important. The first thing that you do is sit down and actually write a mission statement for your business. Why are you personally the person who's going to do this? And why does it mean so much to you? So mine was, I want people to enjoy their lives more. I feel like we live in a society where people have forgotten how to have fun and play. Life seems to be so centered around being busy, hustling, working for more, more, more. I love the idea of being able to grow and make loads of money, but not at the expense of living life in the process. I believe that so much of creativity and innovation comes from play and experiencing life. Artists, poets, musicians, and entrepreneurs alike, I believe will do some of their best work when their life is filled with abundance and adventure, love and experience. Music, for example, today so much music is not that great because there is a demand to pump out hit after hit after hit after hit, whereas some of the best music of all time was produced in an era where artists would create an album and take a break to gather inspiration and experience between. I feel like we have so much incredible opportunity available to us with technology, but the issue is that so much of this messaging around this technology makes people feel as though if they take a break, they will miss the bus forever. I want to inspire people that you can still do incredible things in the world, still have an extraordinary life, long career, but it doesn't have to all happen tomorrow. The greatest people I've studied in my life work hard, yes, but have patience and perseverance. They didn't give up because their Instagram didn't grow in a month. I want to teach people to chill out, trust that it will happen if they keep moving forward and enjoy life today because tomorrow is not guaranteed. And as you can see, this is my overall mission of slowing things down, making business simple. And that's why we're here today. You know, I want you to live your life in the process. I don't want it to be all about the hustle and grind so that one day you can enjoy your life because one day may very well not come. You may either get sick, get burnt out something could happen. And so I love to teach business in a way that prioritizes pace and people going at an individual pace that feels good for them and to make things simple so that they can work on themselves and enjoy their life in the process of building something incredible online. So that's my mission. So I want you to sit down and start thinking about what is your mission? What is your why behind the way you do your business? You might have a very similar business model to a lot of other people, but there has to be that solid intention and why behind it for you personally. Now, the next part of the business section of the business plan is what's called the PVT model. And this is just a very simplified approach as to understanding what your business does. Now, if you think about it, businesses solve problems, whether it is solving the problem of someone needing a car for transportation, feeling hungry and so they need food, a counselor helping someone to or a couple to get over their marital issues. You know, every business is designed to help people progress through their problems or their opportunities. 
And so the PVT model is just essentially a little graph of which you'll see on my plan where you talk about what the problem is that your business is solving. And then of course, on the opposite side of that, there is going to be a transformation. If there's a problem, there is a desired transformation. And it's generally just the opposite or to some degree, the opposite of what the problem is. And then your business is the vehicle between those two points. Your business is the thing that takes someone from their problem to the transformation. Now, don't be confused. Your vehicle is not your products at this stage. It's the overall thing that you do or you teach, right? So for me, my PVT model is generally the problem is that people are stuck in life. They're feeling unfulfilled. There's no room to be creative. They've got capped earning potential and no time freedom. What they want, the transformation, is feeling proud of themselves, living a life of fun, creativity, time freedom, making an impact and doing work that feels good and helps people in the process. And so, of course, my vehicle is build a personal brand and a service-based online business. That is what my business does. The next section of this is to actually validate that, right? This is a part that a lot of people miss out on when they are starting a business, right? They, they forget to actually validate that their idea and their business is clear and concise and actually has legs to stand on in their market, right? So there are four questions that you want to think about. The first question is, does my business solve a problem for an audience who have relative similarities? Now, you know me, I don't believe in totally niching down to the point where you literally only are solving one problem for one person, right? And your content creation, I believe in having extensive pillars that help people to get to know you as a person, not just as a business. So talking about a multitude of things that will help to elevate what it is that you do. But as a business, of course, you've got to kind of have direction and focus with what you do. I think where the specificity can come from is who you do it for. You know, finding relative similarities amongst your desired target audience is the thing that is going to help your business be specific as we are all trying to chase it, not just niching down to a corner of the internet where you only talk about one thing and you feel trapped. You know, that's not going to work for everyone. If you listen to the last podcast episode based on your human design, you know, it's not going to work for everyone. So I believe rather that, yes, solving a problem is important. Talking about whatever the hell you want can happen, but also really how you can find specificity in a way that doesn't feel constricting is through the target audience, just finding people that are like you, basically. Uh, So the first question is, does my business solve a problem for an audience who have relative similarities? And I said, yes. My audience are primarily mission-driven females who desire to build something epic online and have freedom for themselves. They have a little bit of a rebel at heart, and value the anti-hustle way of building and working. The next question is, does my business operate in a market where people are already having success, right? Now, just to go back to my university days, there are what's called three mega markets, right? And these are generally described in multiple different ways. Often it is money, sex, and health, or sometimes it is uh, money, self, and relationships, Uh, Because health could obviously fall under the self category, depending on who you're talking to and depending on who you're asking, right? These are what's called mega markets. And so when I'm saying, does my business operate in a market, it can be either one of these mega markets or a sub market within one of those spaces. This is stuff that I would go through more in depth in my program, such as like Simply Business. But if you've got any questions, just reach out to me, right? So does my business operate in a market where people are already having success, but how does my business fit into this market, but also differentiate? So you want to make sure that 
your business is validated, right? If there is absolutely no one doing what you're doing, I know it may seem like a good idea, but quite often it's not because maybe there's no validation in that idea. You know, a lot of people are scared to create businesses. Oh, there's so many people who are already doing this. So what? So what? That's a good thing. That means this particular problem and the vehicle of which you're using to solve that problem is already validated. Somebody else has already done the groundwork. You've just got to find a way to make your business different. And this generally will come from your mission. So for me, to answer this question, I've written, yes, the online business mentoring space is thriving with many different types of businesses serving a range of different consumer groups. My business is different because I'm really pushing the message that slow is the fastest way to get to where you want to go, while also incorporating the BTC pick energy to help women not only build an epic business, but also become the coolest person they know and be the star of their own life. So I have this confidence element to my business, right? The third question is, are there customers already buying products similar to my business? And I answered, yes, there are some businesses mentoring in this space with thousands of students, obviously making millions of dollars. My niche is quite simple because, of course, business mentoring, business coaching, business consulting, branding is obviously quite profitable. But maybe for you, you need to actually go and make sure there are other businesses who have customers buying products in this area. You might have a business idea, let's say, for example, a book club for university students, right? Whilst it seems like a good idea in theory, if maybe that audience is not, uh, don't have a lot of disposable income and there's a lot of free groups out there that do a very similar thing, there's not a lot of businesses that are at the growth scale that you desire to be at, um, then obviously maybe it's it's not the right business model, right? And can you tailor it in a different way? Can you target a different audience? Can you solve a different problem? Or can the book club be a, a free aspect of your business and can you monetize in a different way? So are there customers already buying products similar to what your business wants to sell? That's a good thing. Don't feel fear from that. And then the final validation question is, is there urgency around my business PVT? So urgency means, are people wanting to buy now? You know, it can't just be one of those things that it's like a one day I'll do that, like a lofty dream style business. They're generally not as potent as you desire them to be in order to reach your own financial goals. So there has to be urgency. Like, are people buying? Yes. Are people buying now is the final question. And I wrote for myself, yes, people's desire to create a freedom life for themselves creates the urgency, as does the unpredictable nature of the economic and workforce landscape, obviously due to COVID. People desire to learn how to have control over their time and their finances. So particularly at this stage we're at in our evolution of humanity. I told you I was getting nerdy with this, by the way. I've literally written this like it's a school assignment. So maybe it's a side of me you haven't seen before. I'm a nerd. Uh, But anyway, um, because of obviously the landscape of which people have uh, lost their jobs and have unpredictable financial struggles that have happened because of COVID, a lot of people are looking to make money online. So that creates a lot of urgency, particularly at this stage. So the next part of this, so that is your business validation, right? Does, why does my business exist? Can it exist? Can it make money? That's the first part of this simple business plan. The second part, is how are you actually going to make money? Yes, you've validated your business. You know what problem you're solving. You know your vehicle, the thing you're teaching slash using, the tools, whatever, the thing that people have to do. How can you package that is the next thing. Now, I'm not going to go too, 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 too in depth on this one in particular because obviously that could be a whole nother podcast episode in itself. It's something that we go quite in depth in Simply Business. I help my students actually figure out the right products 
for them based on their PVT. But I wanted to show you exactly what I've done. So what you'll be looking at if you look at my business plan is what's called an ascension model, a product suite, a value ladder, whatever you wanna call it. It's got a thousand different names. It's essentially just a table where you list your products and the price of those products from highest to lowest. Okay, so my product suite is I do have my Becoming the One one-on-one -on -one mentorship program. It's not something that I necessarily promote a lot. Uh, my Hype Crew, Simply Business, Influence Vibes, the Killer Confidence Course, and the Chillpreneur membership. So I've literally just listed out all of my different products. However, I have also added a little goal section here. I've written my goal is to help people build an online business. It's pretty simple. That's what was in my PVT model, right? I see the three most important parts of this vehicle being mindset, community develop, development, or in brackets, marketing, and business development. Like if you want to build a business, I've, as I've mentioned in this, the simplest things you should be focusing on are growing your audience, knowing what they need, developing products, and obviously working on your mindset because that's probably going to be the biggest thing that will stop you. Uh, my product suite is designed to help individuals at all stages, assisting them in these key areas. And so under that, I have a range of different products that really do prioritize these three things. Like I know the primary things that I'm teaching and I've got products to suit all of those primary things. Maybe you're a service provider and you want to do branding and web design. So maybe you create a few different products and then one signature product. This is really hard for me to create concrete examples that are applicable to everyone because again, there are so many variable factors that go into what products are right for you and your business because you have to consider what's right for your audience, price points that are right for your audience, stages that your audience are at. Do you have more variability in your audience in terms of where they're at on their journey? How do you like? Do you want to do one-to-one -one mentoring? Do you like group environments? Do you just want to teach things? Like, I personally think that coming up with the right products for your business is best done with a mentor of some sort or if you can do an individual session with someone, if you're really stuck, you know what I mean? Some people don't get stuck on this at all, but some people get really stuck on what's the right product and how do I develop it. That's probably the area that I think would be most beneficial to actually spend some time with a mentor sitting down and helping them actually map out the right products for you and your business based on all of these factors that we've spoken about. The next section, which is my favorite section, is the marketing and growth section. What's the point in having this epic business and creating all these awesome products if you've got no one to sell them to, right? And on the flip side, you're probably not even going to be able to create awesome products if you don't have an audience to research, validate your ideas, speak to them about their problems, understand their psychology. Research, research, research is such an important part of business, right? Um, but under my marketing and growth section, I have written the following is the buyer's journey for the chillpreneur company. This is broken down into three stages, which is attract, build, and convert. Now I've spoken about my ABC model everywhere. It's in the chillpreneur membership. It's a big part of what Simply Business is based around. But when I was at uni, I learned this concept called the buyer's journey, which is essentially what most marketing and sales strategies are based on. When I learned it, it was a 12-step process that went through all of the individual stages that a buyer would go through. I took this and I simplified it because I love to simplify things. And I thought about what are the individual stages that someone interacts with us from the stage of not knowing who we are to actually becoming a customer or a client of our business. And generally there are three stages, right? 
You got to attract them in the first place, i.e. build your audience. And so in my business plan, I have left space for me to think about how am I attracting new people? So mine is through the Chillpreneur podcast, generally through collaborations because people share it on their stories. It gets visibility. People find me through the charts. Yes, but it's mostly through the collaborations. YouTube, SEO and algorithmic growth. So a lot of people have found me just because I've landed on their homepage on YouTube and Reels. Reels has grown my Instagram account quite significantly. I'm going through a total tanking time at the moment, but that's okay. Um, Negative feedback loops are normal and they happen and they're not something to worry about, but sometimes your shit just tanks, okay? Um, But Instagram Reels quite often does really work to grow my audience as well. So how are new people finding me? Through these three mediums. Once they've found me, how do I actually nurture them? How do I build a relationship with them? How do I actually you know, get them to the point where they trust me as a coach, as a mentor, as a teacher. Well, generally for me, it's through my Instagram stories and posts, my Instagram lives. And just as recently, I also have my BTC pick, my Becoming the Coolest Person I Know free group, which is something that I'm experimenting with from YouTube. And then how do I sell to people? Where do I sell to people? Generally, it's through Instagram stories, whether I'm in a launch or whether it's just passive or active selling, Instagram lives and email marketing. So I'm growing my email list through you signed up well you're gonna if you sign up for this then you're gonna be on my email list and I'm probably gonna send you an email when I've got something to sell okay I told you I was totally exposing myself but I feel like the more that you're in it and you understand it the easier it's going to be for you that's all I wanted in the beginning so I'm gonna be that person the next part of it is that I have on my in my marketing and growth section is that I have primary content pillars now As I've spoken about, obviously my whole entire purpose for my business is helping you to build an audience and build a business, but I believe there's a lot of aspects that go into that. And so I have three kind of primary pillars, which is obviously the anti-hustle and chill way of doing business. There is the community growth side of it, and there is the actual business building side of it. Now I talk about a lot of other things. I talk about relationships, hobbies, confidence, like so many different things. Generally, for the most part, they all are relative to you as a mission-driven rebel at heart, you know, entrepreneur, okay? So I don't believe in only talking about one thing and your niche. I think it actually puts you in a really negative position later on because people don't care about you. They only care about what you do. And if you ever want to pivot or you get sick of what you do, you'll burn out because you'll just get to that point where people are like, tell me about Instagram. And you're like, I want to talk about food and nobody cares but when you are a little bit more versatile in your marketing strategies it allows for a lot of more freedom later on so these are my primary pillars that are relative to my business but then I do give myself the freedom to just talk about whatever I want as long as I ask myself one simple question with everything I create is this going to be valuable for her and by her I mean you my dear sweet friend And then I've got a little bit of a content strategy plan, which I don't stick to, but I put it there anyway because it's my goal, but we'll get there one day eventually. If you are someone who wants to put out a little plan for your content strategy, when you're going to post about all these things that you've just planned. The next and really important part of this is the sales strategy by product. So we have our business intention, we have our products, we have our growth strategy, How do I actually link these two things together? How do I tell my amazing audience about my my products that I've created for them to solve their problems? If you don't sell, people don't buy. I know you 
I would love to live in a world where I just created content all day long and people just magically found my products. It doesn't work like that. Having sales strategies to sell your products is so important. And the simplest method that I use is I just go through my same value ladder, product suite, whatever you want to call it. And I make sure that I have one to two strategies for each individual product. So for my Becoming the One mentorship, I literally just said I make sure that I've got one to two strategies. Well, I don't have a strategy for that one because I don't sell it because I don't have a lot of space for it. Um, For Hype Crew, so I'm actually going to start from the bottom because it makes more sense. So for my Chillpreneur membership, I do have a funnel for that and I mention it regularly on social media. For my Killer Confidence course, it's not something that I have a strategy for, mostly because it's done in my old branding and that really grinds my soul. I want to recreate a confidence course in my new branding and eventually that will be using a funnel and mentioning on social media as well. Influencer Vibes, my absolute favorite self-study course in the entire world. I do periodic launches that precede a live round. I mention it on social media and any student who joins between can join the next live round. Simply Business, I have periodic launches uh, preceding live rounds. Hype Crew is available to students who've completed a live round of Influencer Vibes and then again, the mentorship I don't sell regularly. So whether you've got one product, whether you've got five products, whether you've got anything in between or 20 products, it doesn't matter. You know, having a way to sell those products, even if it is just that it's available on your website, that's technically a sales strategy. It's not a great one, but it is a sales strategy, right? But for your primary products, so for me, obviously, Hype Crew, Influencer Vibes, and the membership are my, and Simply Business are my primary, primary products. And so those are the ones that I have really solid sales strategies around that I'm really prioritizing in my quarterly planning. Now, I've got a little individual section at the bottom here, which is just a finance and administration section where I mentioned that my current 12-month running income is at around $631,000. My goal is $750,000 based on, I did an exercise where I calculated how much money I wanted to make to invest in another house and that's what I came up with. Um, And I said this growth goal of $120,000 per annum is achievable as my company has grown on average between $100,000 and $200,000 every year for the last four years. I just wanted to mention that because that's just a little extra bit that I had put in the bottom. Um, If you're just starting out, it might feel really overwhelming to you to set financial goals. I would say just totally disregard that. But if you're at the stage where you're like, oh, I'm making a couple of thousand dollars a month and I'd like to, um, you know, increase it to X amount, that's great. I would definitely just put that on there because then what you can do, of course, is go through a profit planning exercise, which is something, again, I do in Simply Business more in depth um, to help you actually figure out like, well, do I have the capacity to reach that goal? Whatever it may be, because Sometimes we might have all these incredible products and let's say, for example, you just have one-on-one coaching and you want to increase your profit margins, but then also you've just got no more time. And so you're going to have to think about something else. This helps expose areas of weakness in our overall profit strategy. But in order to do so, you obviously need to know where you want to go. Now, again, that might feel like a bit of an overwhelming conversation. If you are looking for some more support in product development or anything like that, just reach out to me. Maybe Simply Business is the right step for you or I've got the membership um, available as well where we do talk about a lot of this stuff too. So my friend, that was my simple business plan. So just to revisit, 
you know, what I'm really trying to do here is break down the most important things that you should be focusing your action on, right? So your business plan, you've got to be doing the research and development around your business, making sure it's ultra validated and it's super potent. There is a really solid reason for its existence because it solves a problem and it solves it well. In this section of like my overall business strategy is also where I develop my own skills as a marketer, a business owner, and someone who's able to actually coach and mentor people through the growth and development of their business, right? The next section, which is obviously so important, is developing products, developing and delivering products. I mean, your delivery doesn't necessarily have to go into your plan, but a big part of that is developing and delivering products. The next part of it, how you're actually going to get seen, marketing, such an important aspect of business. And then, of course, your sales strategies, right? Develop your business, develop your products, develop your marketing, sell your stuff. That's where your focus should be going in the first year, two years, three years of your business. Yes, later on, you might have to start thinking about scaling and hiring a team and more solid systems. But In the beginning, when it is generally just you and you're wondering where to put your attention into, these four areas are super important. So I hope this was helpful. If you do want to download my my business plan PDF as well as a Google Docs template, please do sign up using the link below. And that's it. I don't want to talk too much longer because I want you to go actually do things. And I've just basically started this podcast episode by saying that people talk too much. So I'm not going to talk anymore. I love you. Please reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if you've got any questions. Every time you ask me a question, it is literally helping me develop my business. So I appreciate it. Um, So so many questions that you do have, reach out to me. I'm doing regular business Q&As in my membership as well. So there's that. Um, But yes, I hope this was helpful. Yeah, I love you. Go do the exercise. Let me know how you go and I'll see you in the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.